Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Alright everybody, welcome. This is episode 106. This is going to be a quick, short, quick pattern, something, <laughs> meh. I don't know. A shorter ep. A shorter episode, but this is going to be one of our brewery episodes. If you've listened to uh, our Three Floyds episode, this is mm-hmm. going to be something similar. Or 450. Or the 450 North episode. It'll be something similar to that. We don't have any real nerdy topics today. We're going to nerd gonna on beer. Nerd on beer. Just focus on the beer. Absolutely. So there's a, uh, a brewery slash franchise mm-hmm. in Indianapolis area that me and Saf have gone to. We actually had something special at that brewery. We'll talk about that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main flagship store is in Fishers. And then they have a few other franchise locations in Carmel, Zionsville, Broad Ripple, and Speedway. I think are the five there main locations. locations. Well, wow. Nine locations. All right. So locations. a lot of these places are franchised. So we're really going to yep. talk about just two of them. Which one is the flagship store and the other one is one of the franchises that I've been to. Uh, so we'll get to that. This is Books and Brew, Fishers. They sponsor half the podcasts from India, not ours. <laughs> yeah, they do sponsor a lot of places, but not ours. Yeah, I've so, seen them on our social media pages a lot. We will. They, they've liked and commented on some of my stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to reach out to them and talk to them about... You know, hey, we're nerdy stuff. You do books. Books are nerdy stuff. So can we absolutely can we be friends? Type of thing. So we had something special. What was that special thing with them? They gave us money. They did. <laughs> so in a way, they did kind of sponsor. Yeah. They did. They a gave trip. us a like a twenty five dollar Groupon or something to yeah. come check out. We get whatever you want, basically. Mm-hmm. And we're returning the favor by dedicating an entire episode yep. to them. Yeah. So. We both got a flight, Dustin and I, by we, yeah. Dustin and Saf, and I got some pretzels or something, but we basically just sat there and chilled, and then I got a six-pack of their flagship. They have five flagship beers, so mm-hmm. one's in there twice, but... Cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, so and we'll they, uh, they allowed them to mix and match. They did, yeah. You didn't have to buy six of one of kind. the same beer. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. So, Keith, yeah. will you give us a little background? Sure. Books and Brews, a place for people without a place. We love books. We love beer. We love people. At Books and Brews, we're passionate about the dis- disconnecting people from the technology and reconnecting them with each other. Books are our passion, and our love of literacy shines through in all aspects of our business. Our bookstore in the front of the building sells gently used books of all kinds at an affordable price, and 10% of all proceeds go to the Indie Reads, a nonprofit that offers adult and childhood literacy programs. Our bar in the back sells our very own craft beers, all cleverly named after books. Books and Brews is a place for the reader, for the scholar, for the gamer, for the drinker, for the music lover, and for the individual. If this sounds like you, we hope you'll come join us for a good book, a great drink, and an invigorating conversation or two. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I read that very (laughs) commercial-like, but I'm sure they enjoyed the plug. That's how I read. I can't read appreciate that. Let's get to the first beer already. Yeah, let's do that real and quick. And then Keith, or Dustin and I can talk about like our sure. experience there, and then we'll get to the next beer. Do tell, because Paul and I will feel like listeners this episode. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> guys do. Uh, I could start. Go ahead and just get the beers. I sure. won't pause keep talking. It. Yeah, we'll just keep talking. Yeah. Um, so I've been to the Carmel one. Uh, this was I went to the Carmel one before I went to the flagship mm-hmm. one with Seth. Uh, but just recently, me and my wife went because she had never been there. 
And I, and I talked about it and I talked about the, the breweries that we've been in Carmel. And she's like, well, I still haven't been to uh, the Books and Brew. And I was like, oh, yeah, you haven't been there. Oh, no, we should, we yeah. should go do that. So I just recently saw on Twitter that they were having – they had a Harry Potter release. And this Ooh. was a few weeks back. Yeah. They did five or six. Yes, five beers. beers. It, was, it was five beers. It was Expecto Drunkenness, uh, Defense Against the Dark Malts. Um, I could probably pull up a list, but it was different things like that. Just uh, like, that image, yeah. Yeah, Dumbledore's Magic Army. Uh, you know, things like that. If you pull up the image, that's fine because I just click. You have an iPhone, like click click on the uh, the eye, the It'll eye. Take you all, the pictures. and then you scroll down. You can look at all the pictures. Oh yes, yeah. And so there was uh, there was another one, but there were basically Belgians. So it was a uh, oh, it's a butter butter beer, butter beer, butter beer. Butter uh, beer defense, defense against the dark matter malts. Prisoner of Alth Althaban. There we go. Yep. And Double Doors Magic Ale. Expecto yep. drunkness. Yep. Expecto so drunkness. we had most of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not on the mic, but that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but the the Expecto drunkenness was a bourbon barrel triple Belgian. Oh, so it's like super ABV. Yeah, and Allison liked it. What? That was like one of the ones really? that she liked the most, wow. which was fancy. So we walked in there, and a lot a lot of the breweries that we it go was 10% to. Ten percent Expecto. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the breweries that we go to were like, we want one of everything, so give us a flight of one of everything, mm-hmm. and they lose their minds. They just don't know how to handle it. <laughs> Them, they were like, okay, here's two flights full of everything. So the first flight was their original beers. The second flight was all of their uh, specials. But they couldn't do the Expecto Drunko, so, or Drunkness, so we did something else. Right. But then we ended up getting uh, just a, a goblet of it later. And it was pretty amazing. Nice. So, uh, Allison wasn't a fan of the original stuff, but uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. And so we have uh, we have a couple of the original stuff with us now, and it looks like what the cream and punishment. Cream yeah. and punishment. All right. So the cream of punishment, uh, crime and punishment. Yep. Uh, as its uh, book counterpart is a cream ale. I forget the specifics to it. Uh, Four point eight. I think. Yeah, it says uh, Cream of Punishment is a light, smooth, and delicious drinking ale. The choicest ingredients give it its great taste and golden color. The perfect lawnmower beer for a hot summer day. ABV 4.8 and 16 IBUs. So it's nice. like a Sun King cream ale. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be light. It's going to be easy Super drinking. Light. It's not going to be anything like spectacular right. to blow your pants off. Right. Um, so they took this beer and they added sugar and butterscotch oh, to it, and it delicious. made that butter beer. Butterbeer. So this is the basis of butterbeer. So we'll drink this, then I'll, I want to get your thoughts on the butterbeer. But okay. um, the can, they have – I like how they're doing things. It's all like sketches of like the authors or – they all have like this easy white can with mm-hmm. like a little simple sketch. A little of, sketch, yeah. And then the beer they're holding in the sketch is the color that you expect the beer to be mm-hmm. in. So it's like if you're drinking a Clifford, which we'll get to later, it's red. The beer is red. So that'll give you an idea of what kind of beer is going to be in the glass. Nice. Um, here, um, I don't know who the author of Crime and Punishment is. I'm not a librarian. <laughs> not, not a book guy either. <laughs> um, but he's on the can. He's got a nice beard. It kind of looks like Dustin a little bit. <laughs> Except for I have hair. Yeah. This is the Russian author, Fyodor Dorisvsky. I would expect that's sure. this guy. Yeah. Actually, yes, here's a picture of him. So, yes, it looks exactly like that. 
That's and pretty cool. And then on the side of the can, it says brews. Brews are what matter. I think that's a reference. Oh, it is. That. <laughs> it's oh, the exact same picture. That. Wow. <laughs> that is a picture of it. Nice. Uh, just as reference to that, if you go to this, uh, the tap room, they actually have a blackboard on the back wall with sketches like that of all the people who work there. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Oh, yeah. Like the one we went awesome. to in Fishers, it was like a, a window. Yeah. Oh, got, yeah. It was a window. Yeah. The, they're like window markers and it's they have say ask me about double dungeons and dragons or whatever <laughs> yeah. whatever the brewer mm-hmm. or the bartender is into oh, and it, it has a sketch of their face and then like ask me about something whatever they like so you can be like oh that's that person that's bar the bartending right now and you can ask them about so it, it sounds like this place is our podcast just like <laughs> in actual brewery yeah. form about actually, books i think they actually have a podcast too oh my gosh yeah. They're coming to Fort Wayne, aren't they? Or they talked about it? They, they need There's to. a franchise. We could buy it, Pale, with you, our limited money. That we yeah. have. I think you need like a $20,000 like yeah, sure. deposit. Or like, you can easily get yeah, that in a loan, though. Yeah. yeah. All the sponsors that we have, yeah, we can totally, <laughs> we can totally come up with that. All the money we make on this, this yeah. 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 Patreon's blowing up. It's blowing up. We could totally do that. All the shirts we've sold to Dustin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that we don't get any of. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're buying that cost. Yep. All right, let's look at the beer now that we've... Very creamy. Um, it is very clear. It is like light. a one or a two, maybe a three, I think. Yeah, I think it's a three. I've definitely seen lighter beers. Yeah, like piss water. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> probably the question block. I think yeah. it's a question block. Yeah. Not quite a sonic ring, but I think question block would do. I can see if uh, question mark in the middle of that one. Yeah, yeah, just cup up there and punch it with your fist. Yep. Or break it <laughs> with your skull. <laughs> oh, this, I didn't say coin block. I'm getting a mushroom out of this. <laughs> I'm getting a fire flower. Right. So the uh, untapped has different IBUs and ABVs on air, but. There's only been like 700 ratings for this. So it is definitely very local, very yeah. unknown. So Nothing on rape beer. Nothing on beer advocate. Kind of smells corny. A little bit. I think a lot of these cream, like, yeah. or pilsners mm-hmm. or whatever, they just it's just the corn. Yeah, the little, little corn ales. Corn ales. Yeah. It smells like one of Bird Boys that he did with corn. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. What was that called? Yeah. What was that one? Corn pans. Corn pans. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that works. <laughs> we'll go with that. It is. Re- it's very refreshing. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a lot more beer for sure. They were right. Yeah. With the description, like mm-hmm. mow the grass, come in, drink this beer, sit out on the back porch, drink this on a right. hot summer day. Go offer it to my neighbor right now. <laughs> oh, he was lawn mowing. Well, it's raining outside right now. Oh, so. oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Just look. My patio is like completely wet right now, so I'm like, no wonder he stopped because it's raining. I did not expect that. He just maybe he just went out there because his wife was yelling at him to mow yeah. the yard, and yeah. he's like, it rains. she's like, do it now. You can't watch college football. <laughs> well, all right, I'll do it. It's gonna rain. Oh, it's already raining. <laughs> Good. She's probably like, Keith mowed three times before you have. Get out there and mow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is rather refreshing. I can pretty much finish this. It's really good. It, I mean, it's on par with the. The uh, Sun King one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. I like this more than I like the Sun King one. Yeah? Yeah. It, it does have a, um, a, like a sweeter something to it than the Sun King. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, that one's... 
the, cream ale. Like this this is definitely sweeter. Yeah. 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 The the back end is like pretty sweet, mm-hmm. more so than the cream ale at Sun King. Right. Which is episode two or something like that. <laughs> like one of our early, yes. one of our early episodes. We had we Mac like, episode oh, two. We Mac Mac. episode two. Yeah. Pre-Mac we had like episode we had the sunlight like episode six seven oh something like that. Yeah. It was somewhere around like. October, like the yeah. first year we were recording. It was weird that it just happened to be then. It wasn't very seasonal like all the other beers have been. Um, anything on Untapped? Or, sorry. That's no. Right. no. Yeah, there's not nothing on our, our site. Untapped has 3.4 out of 736 ratings. Yeah. Including my rating. Including I'm, yours, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick to it. I'm the, okay. I don't have any friends who rated it in. I was the only one of people I know who've checked it in. Um, it's, it's, there's like nine locations, but they're not globally known or they're not, uh, United States known yeah, or area of Indy, Indiana. the greater Indy area. Yeah. It would be like really, one in Muncie is the most North. Yeah. It would be really cool if they were able to get one in Indianapolis or, uh, in Fort Wayne. Yeah. I think that would be, I, I, very, I think it, I think it would thrive necessary. here. It would yeah. thrive here. I mean, I think there should be a Chapman's down in Indianapolis. Chapman yeah, is doing the sure. exact same thing where they're branching out and opening many locations. I just don't think they're franchising. Whereas Books and Brew is franchising. Uh, speaking of that, I found out that the Caramel one is a franchise one because I was like, so do you guys do growler fills? No, we don't because our owner who franchises it doesn't have his liquor license. Oh. Or has a liquor license but not like one for distribution care, yeah. outside. Distribution, yep. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I guess I'm going to the flagship to get growler fills. Because I was like, can you uh, gr- uh, fill up a growler of the Expecto for me? <laughs> My wife would love you forever, but uh, I'm going to stick with my original rating. And that flagship's not that far from Carmel. It's no, it's like an no. extra ten minutes, maybe. Yeah, it depends on how busy the traffic is on 96th Street. So yeah, I'm going to stick with. Uh, I think I gave it a 3.25. Cream ales are to me a step up from the big three. Yeah, they're, they're like, like the like a better pilsner. Like yeah, better. It's the beer that you make if you if you're like wanting to brew beer, but you want your in laws to also drink that beer yeah. with you. Agreed. Yeah. You make you make the cream ale, so it's step up from the crap beers, but uh, it's better absolutely because it's a craft beer. But yeah. it's still not. I don't know. I don't know. I I just didn't <sighs> like it as much. However, I did rank the butter beer one a little bit higher because of the butterscotch flavor to it. Nice. I gave it a three. <laughs> Let me check <laughs> before I splurt I it out because I want to make sure I have it right. A three and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think it's – that's just like my middle ground. I know two and a half is technically middle ground. But True. three and a half is, for me, it, 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 it's good enough to like drink it again, but it's mm-hmm. not something that I'm going to keep seeking out. It's, it's basic enough that it's good, but it's not fantastic. Right. Right. When I go to the brewery, I'm not going to order a glass of this. Yeah. No. I would take but it. I might. <laughs> but I might. You know, depending on my mood. You know, I'm always interested in trying new things. But I might get this, you know? Mm-hmm. I gave it a three and a half. Um, like, the only comparison I can give it to is the Sun King. And I would definitely put this one higher than mm-hmm. that. So hopefully I rank the Sun King lower than this no, one. I don't remember. No, probably not. <laughs> um, we all gave it a 3.75. I no, just of course found we did. It. it was episode nine. Episode nine. Well, yeah. Things changed a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but really good. I would definitely buy a carry out. This would be a carry out for me. Like a six pack of this, throw it in the fridge. Definitely a lawnmower beer. 
after oh. working out or doing something, something nice hot day, just want to grab a beer that's not one of the big three, I'd definitely grab this. There's no like uh, aftertaste or anything that's really sitting with me. Um, I think the Sun, Kick one, Sun King one gave me a little bit more of an aftertaste, but I definitely put this one above that, even though my ranking does not reflect that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sun King probably dropped down a little bit. I give it a 3.25. I pretty much agree with what Dustin was saying on the... It's a step above the big three. Um, it has a nice mouthfeel. Um, I like the cream. The cream is nice. Um, it was kind of, it was like a light, most of it was a light body, which I don't think it was better than the Sun King, but um, I, st- I, w- I would probably get another pint of this. <laughs> good, yeah. So, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, real quick note before he turns the water on the Princess <laughs> Cups. The butterbeer one, awesome. Just one. Clifford's, or uh, yeah. the Charlie and Chocolate Factory is the only one we have two of them. Sorry. Uh, the the ad- addition of the butterscotch really made a huge difference. I thought it was pretty good. Would, that would probably bump would, it up to like a four for me. Yeah, the people that we were sitting with ordered uh, a pint of it, didn't like it as much. Really? Really? Yeah. So she just let it waste. But if I knew them anymore, I would finish it for them. <laughs> but she just kind of sat down with there, like a group of people who are doing uh, trivia, sat down with us. Yeah, I think I would love to try like side by side, even just yeah. to see like the slight differences of butterscotch. Make. Yeah, I'm sure it's a huge difference, actually. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we're gonna take a a minor break right here. We're gonna wash some glasses, and then we're gonna jump back into a little bit of the books and brew discussion. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, so we went. We went to the flagship. The, yeah, the one in Fishers we like went. a month ago, maybe two almost, months. Almost, almost seems like it's two months ago. Well, no, I've only lived down there about a month and a half. So. was right around the time you moved. Yeah. Uh, it was, I thought it was in July. It was in July. So early July. So it'd be two months from now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You texted the group and then I was late to the party. I was like, I gotta go. (laughs) I was like, I'm going here now. If anybody wants to join, knowing that Dustin would be the only one that's physically able to join. (laughs) Yeah. And I I definitely jumped on it and it was not a mistake. Uh, I just, I like the atmosphere. Yeah. Like when I walked in. Yeah. We haven't really spoke about it yet but we walk it it's kind of mentioned in what keith read but yeah we, you walk in you're in a bookstore basically mm-hmm. there's people sitting around reading and talking and you can buy books you can yeah. like borrow used books it's almost like a library so you had your studio in the, yeah. or uh study you had your books around and then you had tables in the middle and everyone's you know either had a book or had food or talking to people and it was you know it was open to families which was the best part yeah Family-friendly uh, environment, like right. But in order to go to the bar, you have to be 21. Yeah, you, so there's through a doorway, then you go walk to the bar. And so it was just a pretty overall cool experience to just mm-hmm. walk through there and then sit back to to the bar, you know? It's, there was also a door off to the left for, like, a stage area. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know if they have, like, 
performances or like poetry readings or what happens in that area. Mm-hmm. I'm because there wasn't anything going on that day. Yeah, but uh, there, just went I, straight back yeah. to the bar and sat up at the bar and mm-hmm. ordered some flights. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. And then there was also I think it was there gold strong ale or something or strong mm-hmm. gold ale or something that they had that they couldn't put on flights, but they gave us anyways. Yeah. <laughs> They're like. Oh, what was that? It was awful. It was like tasted yeah. like grandma's. Oh no 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 no! Not the not Ooh. the oh. lilac lavender yeah. uh, oh. wheat beer. Oh. That one was horrible. That and she awful. even said like, "This is horrible," but you can try it. Yeah, but there was that other one. There was that. Yeah, it was like fifteen percent. And she's like, "Normally, it's a small batch, and we only do like goblet pours." Yeah. But here's a sample, anyways, because I'm a rebel. <laughs> um, not naming names, but it was awesome. It was a female. You, you at least let that out of the bag. Yeah. Um, and she had like half her hair or something. Oh, gosh. That really gives it away. It's one of three people now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just making shit up. Is she um, that house hairstyle where it was like shaved? Yeah. yeah. And it was just like yes, long? Yes. And the other half. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something that. like that. But yeah, that what was that? Lilac? The, the lilac. There's like a lilac wheat or something. God. It was. Just like it. I, cause the, the chick that was next to us, she was drinking that. And so I got a taste of it. And I was like, this just tastes like grandma's, like, <laughs> yeah. home or something. She's, she, she was like, I like it. And then you said that. And she's like, maybe I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they have decent, like, food options, yeah, too. They got, like, a food menu. It's a little, like, whatever you can make in a small kitchen. Yeah, it's, like, snack size stuff. Cheese and yeah. pretzels and stuff like that. So I wasn't upset about that. I got a just thing of chips, I think. Oh, yeah. You made a comment on that, too, because it was like a Harry Potter reference. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I forget what it was, but I did make a joke about that. Because you're like, is this crisps or chips? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, because this is Harry Potter, or is it crisps? And she laughed, and I'm like, yeah, there we go. Life's made. And she took them before I finished. <laughs> Cleaning up the bar. All right. While we were rattling on and on, a Nancy ended up in front of us. Nancy. I'm not talking about pale. I'm talking about the beer. <laughs> uh, Nancy Bruce. Nancy, okay. Nancy. Let me pull this up here. Yeah. Nancy is a citra hopped pale ale. It is the perfect brew for the hophead looking for a ton of tropical flavor. Mango, passion fruit, and papaya. We used a little bit of stronger malt backbone on this brew than you'd normally see in a pale ale in order to hold up to the massive dry hopping additions. Coming in at 6.3% ABV and 60 IBUs. And Nancy being named after, of course, Nancy Drew, the famous Clue series. So if we take a look at the picture here on the can with the outline, closest image I could find was this one. Oh, yeah. It kind of matches up a little Mm -hmm. bit with that. The official name for this on their boards is Nancy Brews and the Hoppy Boys. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. The Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's exciting. Same uh, can style, just a different uh, logo based on whomever. The mystery of intense hop flavor to be continued. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Of course, we're, we don't have anything on the the BAs or the BRs or the RBs. Right. So we'll just uh, we'll just jump right into the coloring. Um, it's going to be a little bit darker, like slightly darker than the last one, but, but not like super. four or five, honestly. Harry Snitch or a pale tale. <laughs> Both sexual references. Oh, I was going even darker than that. <laughs> yeah, that's really dark. Like, I was thinking like 10. What? Um, 9 I mean, or 10? I was, I was no? at Clyde's Ghost. 
Clyde the Ghost. Yeah, it was seven, maybe. Seven? Okay. It, uh, cut you guys off in the middle. Yeah. Because you were at like ten, you were at four. Star Fox first. I gotta turn all the way around. You're all Clyde, looking at the same Clyde wall. Clyde the Ghost, because it's a new. All right, new Clyde character. the Ghost, because you're new. Because you're new. <laughs> yeah. Ghost mysteries. Slightly orange, but it's like a failed 8-bit Nintendo orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all I smell are hops. It's super hoppy. Yeah. From what I remember. Yeah. Because this is the first pint I had. Hmm, that's interesting. Very grainy yeah. smell. Mm-hmm. Well, they said, what did I read? They had to add a lot more of the malts. Yeah, I can definitely In tell. order to keep up with the dry hops. So it's definitely maltier. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, it is on right beer. Get to that later. Or no. Hmm. Well, I'm taking my first sip, so. <sighs> Me too. Hop into right beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. It's very malty yeah. flavor. And it's got like a hop, hop burst with malt, like mm-hmm. a heavy malt bill. Mm. Oh. I, uh, I typed in Nancy Advocate, or a Beer Advocate Nancy Boobs. Nancy Boobs? <laughs> Nancy Boobs. It's not a, not a very good search. <laughs> Did you turn off safe search for that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this has six ratings for 4.21 at the Beer Advocate, so that's good. Well, that's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I got 12 ratings, so for once, rate beer is more. Um, it's called Books and Brews, Nancy Brew, and the Hop B Boys. Overall, 75, style, 73. 12 ratings, like I said, 3.36 out of 5 average. So, I mean, the 75 is actually pretty pretty high. Yeah, someone gave it a 5 here and says, By far, my favorite beer from Books and Brew it is a pretty citrusy beer. Quote, thanks for the use of citra hops. No shit. <clears throat> and its aroma and flavor are magnificent. Okay, buddy. Thanks. Untapped 3.71 out of 1,400 ratings. Yeah. I gave it a rating as well. <laughs> so, so did I. So Dustin's rating, Saf's rating. And our good friend Patrick gave it a three and a half. Pretty solid pale, hoppy, crisp, lighter feeling. That uh, Billy Zeus—he gave this one a five. Also, so I think he just gives five. Five. Did you you see Patrick on here? Patrick, yeah, I just read his review. I was too busy looking for. Yeah, I, uh, I, me, I'm in at that, and Saf's in there. Very different opinions on it. Slight. (laughs) Yeah. One one mark off. (laughs) One click. Probably because I was I drank all the beers and then I rated them. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a solid pale ale. Yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10 would drink again. Mm-hmm. Because to date, it's their only IPA. Like, their they're only staple IPA. Yeah. I think they throw other ones. Well, yeah. But right now, it's their only IPA on tap. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because it's, yeah. So they have five staples, and then they throw on, like, yeah, five the, extra ones or yeah. something like that. And all those are just, uh, I guess the... Uh, The defense against the black malts is a black IPA, but those are hard to count. Yeah, because my wife will drink those versus the regular IPAs. (laughs) They have the same flavor. Just one's black and one's she's racist. I think (laughs) (laughs) I should look into that. I think she likes black better. God, I'd be be great about that. (laughs) Once you're black, I know. (laughs) 
more time for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a uh, 2 p.m. curfew. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, <God>. Ratings. <laughs> um, Dustin, tell me my rating. You got a 375 on your rating. I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's... If you remember back to, like, two episodes ago, I think we did the liftoff from Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I think this is very similar flavor... Yeah. And, like, I think I gave it a very similar score. Yeah. I think they go hand in hand. They have, like, the same aspects to them. This is very drinkable. This, actually, I don't think this one is as the IBU heavy on the back end. Yeah. Where the other one was a little more bitter. I think this one's a little easier drinking, but um, not enough to boost it up into a four range, but I think it's really good. Yeah. I gave it a three and a half. I think I could give it a little bit more, but when I did rank this initially... Um, I don't remember at which point, if it was the original time that I had it or if it was his last previous time when I had all of their beers. So I usually wait to rank until I'm done, which is probably a mistake. <laughs> kind of saves time. Yeah, kind of saves time. But um, I don't know which is better, drafter and can. I did enjoy this one. It is really good. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to stick with my rating just to you know keep things solid at three and a half. Sure. Yeah, I went three and a half. It's a very malty IPA or pale ale, whatever. It is kind of calm too. Which is very- yeah, kind of calm, yeah. It's um, very drinkable, very different from some of the pale ales I've had. And um, I don't know, Citra was not too overpowering, um, but yeah, I, like, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Three and a half is pretty solid. I also gave it a three and a half. Um, I'm not as high on it. I was debating a 3.25 i don't know what it is uh just my palate has changed the stuffiness of my nose who knows exactly (laughs) why but uh this one i think it is that extra malt that's added i don't i'm not a big Mm -hmm. fan the the taste it's leaving in my mouth right now i'm not a fan yeah um it's a little bit more the bitter scale for me um so would i drink it again well of course absolutely (laughs) but um I would definitely reach for something else probably yeah. before this if I went there, but I would not be disappointed I think in as this. As we get deeper in this six pack, you'll find things you like more. Yeah, based upon what I already looked at, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. The cream and the cream and punishment probably go for that first. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I I would agree with yeah. Dale on that. Well, and between, then I'd come between to the this. two. Between, between the, the two, two. I just, yeah, between yeah. The this, two. Has, this has more flavor. There's which yeah. isn't always a good thing, but I I think just. There's more to this beer than that other beer, which I'm more excited about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about franchising. Because they do have a franchising offering, which is better or more than what other breweries that we know of. So, they're, I mean, almost commercializing this. Uh, the current location so far... Uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine locations in Indianapolis. Well, eight in Indianapolis and one in not in Indianapolis. You're right. skipping way ahead, but go, keep going. What? <laughs> nope. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I have it in a different order than what you're going. Oh, on. I'm not even looking at the spreadsheet. Nope. <laughs> I have this all over, but keep going. <laughs> I'm not even, he's going rogue right now. He's gone rogue. He's got the website up. Yeah, I just I didn't I didn't know we had. A he thing. said, "Fuck your notes." <laughs> I didn't even look at the notes. <laughs> oh shit! All right, so what is what's no, what's no, keep going? No. I like what you're saying. We've already committed. Right. We've already committed. All right, so we have 
eight locations in Indianapolis, one location outside of Indianapolis. So we're just going to go through uh, top down. I don't know what the order is, but they have an order. Uh, the mothership is in Fishers. Uh, it's the one that we've been talking about. Then we have a few other locations. Zionsville, I mentioned. Brownsburg is different. I don't know where Brownsburg is. I don't even is. know where Brownsburg is. I think it's in that area of Indy. But. Yeah, I have a friend who owns a home in Brownsburg, but I don't know where Never Brownsburg been is. there. Yeah. Wasn't invited. Yep. <laughs> Muncie, Indiana. So this isn't in... Uh, this isn't Indianapolis. It's uh, the home of Ball State. Big Red Dog. Uh... Carmel, where I've been to. South Indy is very specific as to where it is. Uh, Broad Ripple. Kind of mid-North Indy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mass Ave, which is the same mid-North Indy. Yep, a little bit south. And then we have Speedway, where our liftoff or the Daredevil Mm -hmm. beers were located. So those are where every place there are there. The only place that's not franchised is the mothership, the flagship store in Fishers. So... Is everything brewed at the mothership? Yep. And they, and they ship it send off. Send it out yep. to these other fingers. Yep. That's exactly what, I, what I've what i heard before. All right. So if you're looking at the franchising tab, all right. So we have a business model. So basically, why should you franchise? Well, it says the business model of Books and Brew is what sets us apart. We appeal to all demographics because we appeal to the nostalgia with a related commitment to developing lifelong fans. Books and Brew is a unique place where you can go and see a group of businessmen sitting next to a group of gamers next to a family of five next to a table of college kids. How do we pull this off? Because we're, we aren't trying to be all things to all people. We're trying to be something to someone. Uh, so this basically says, hey, we're, you know, we're... We appealed to everybody. If you have the money, yeah. open a store in your town. Right. So the brews are all done in the uh, in the brewery, and then they just uh, basically send you rent cans, out, yeah, cans and to make uh, tap rooms, right? And so if you do open up a franchise, it says. Even though the books are not a huge part of the bottom line, there is an integral part of the business. So if you do have a space for books, you make sure that you fill up these books. Um, the menu for the food is op- uh, locally sourced. Uh, I'm trying to find pricing. I don't really see any pricing here. I looked into it, and I, I don't know where I found the information, but it's I think it said you had have like a $20,000 in your bank account or something yeah. to say like I can back this up if I need to mm-hmm. like type of thing but I can't remember where I saw because I was like I should open one of these in Fort Wayne <laughs> like, right yeah I mean it sounds like a pretty good deal uh, how much will I need to invest the estimate initial investment or the estimated initial investment to lease and equip a properly uh, tap room and order so much the tap room franchise may between 99,000 and 301,000 greatly depending on location and the current state of the commercial space so essentially the tap rooms range from 2,000 to 5,000 square feet and you will get training by the people the management staff um, and then I guess other you know the financial questions uh, not really necessary uh, how much money do I need in the bank to qualify as a potential candidate for Books and Brew? We recommend that a candidate have $75,000 cash or liquid assets. I think I was thinking of all of us for yeah. opening it together. 
I mean, so like there's options. I think this is a pretty decent like business plan. Like it's very unique. There's not a whole lot of uh, companies or breweries that actually do this, right? No, I can't think of any other breweries so, that like oh, like McDonald's of breweries. Yeah, I know, definitely. All right, so we have a new beer in front of us. Yay! We've got Clifford Irish style red ale. And then I'm going to let Keith tell us a little bit about this beer as soon as he scrolls down. Scrolls down or up. I found it. Clifford is a strong, roasty, and satisfying full-bodied Irish red ale. Its big body and red hue make for the perfect malt bomb. Its flavor may be mild, but the high ABV puts the fight back into the dog. So the ABV coming in at 7.4% and 13 IBUs. So not bitter, but strong. Clifford. Uh, did you copy paste? Like, I moved it around. Okay, because I was like, I the franchising is no. right here. You kidding me? I, ref- I you moved it to make sure like this, so that way when I make the show notes, I know where. Um, so on this can, same design. Now we've got like the outline sketch of a. I'm gonna say golden retriever. Um, yeah. but he's drinking. Well, is that what Clifford is? He's just a red golden retriever. I don't know. This that's what this dog looks like to me. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that's the book yeah. series. There's nothing else I know of, of Clifford. Yeah. Um, he a red retriever. <laughs> a red retriever. <laughs> and he's got a little mug of Clifford in front of him, whatever. And on the side it says, "Everyone has a story about Clifford." What's your guys' story about Clifford? He's a big red dog. He's a big red my, dog. St- my story about Clifford is Clifford the Big Red Dog, a giant red Labrador retriever slash Visala cross. Oh, so ever wonder what uh, exactly the type of dog Clifford is? Well, he's said to have the characteristics of a giant Visala now, but the first prototype back when he was just a size of a pony instead of a house was rather large bloodhound. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. That's not what... The ears make me think bloodhound. This guy? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a red Labrador retriever. There's a different description I found here. It says, strong, roasty, and satisfying. We believe the big red dog would have slurped this delicious Irish-style red ale by the bowlful. Then got sick and died. Be careful. The ABV on this beer is meant for a two-ton-sized red dog. Oh, my God. (laughs) We drank stronger, but, yeah. (laughs) Keith, you're not allowed to read descriptions unless they're in the document. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh, they have it on beer advocate. Sweet, oh, gotta look it up. Right. Color the beer for me. We got something that's not in the normal. <laughs> something red. We're, we we got to scroll down. Don't we have to a special my, red I zone? Have a special map for it, but I don't think I have anything this dark. Darth Maul. We don't have anything to reference that with, but it's I'm definitely not Thanos. Like Twenty nine or thirty. <laughs> Buffy's red leather pants. Oh, maybe this is a little more brown. Yeah. What about so, twenty nine face? Red skull skull? Indies Fedora. <laughs> John Wick's bloody face. John Wick's bloody face. I think that's actually right on. Mm-hmm. Sweet. That's I good. win. <laughs> <laughs> Number twenty six on our normal scale. Uh, it kinda smells I wanna say kinda like a brown ale. If you do smell it, it kinda smells like a brown ale. Yeah. It kinda looks more like a brown ale than yeah. a red Ooh, ale. Yeah, it does. Definitely. Mm. Um, kind of anticipating to have a nut flavor, but I know it's yeah. not type of thing because I'm looking at it and they're telling me it's a red, but I'm not sure. 
Have you had this one before? Yeah. I have not. I haven't had... Nancy was the only of the flagships. I smell a little bit of bright brown sugar and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is uh, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's dive right in, boys. If you just flat out told me this is a brown now, I'd believe you. I know. I think it's more in the brown. Than a red. Mm-hmm. This is like one of the beers, because Allison likes Irish reds. I mean, she's like, I don't like this. It doesn't yeah. taste like a, a red no, beer this, at all. No. Yeah. It, this is a brown ale for sure, and I like it. If you told me this is a brown ale, I'd like it. <laughs> but if I told you it was a red ale, I'd, I'd be, be like, like this, is not a red this is not a red ale. Liar. I, I disagree with your description of this color of this beer. Right. It's very sweet on the back end. Yeah, brown ale. Brown, yeah, brown ale. <laughs> Irish red, not so much. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't think Smittix when I drink this. I yeah, think not Newcastle. At all. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely New- Newcastle all the way. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not mad about. I just have to ignore what it says on the can and just rate it based on how I feel about it, I guess. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm going to type it in, though. Clifford Books and Brew. Yep, definitely checked it in. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah, as. I think this rating reflects it as a red. Yeah. As a red, it's, yeah. It's way better That's what as I was a brown thinking. than it is as a red. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I have zero friends who checked it in. I have one. Yeah. BA gives it a 3.82. Uh, there's eight ratings. So this is interesting. My friend Bill. This is a He gave it a 2.5. Ooh. Ooh, Bill. Three years later, he gave it a 3.5. Oh, Bill. <laughs> Your taste of change. Mm. Yeah. Because it was a 2014 and then 2017. Maybe it was a red and then they changed the formula to more of a brown because people hated it. I don't know. I I mean, if you look at it as a red, I think it's – or a brown, it's going to be a little bit higher than when I rated it. Yeah. But. Yeah. I kind of well, – I'll go ahead and start off if we want to jump right into it. Yeah. Go for um, it. I went 3.75. Um I was gonna go four, but if it was a true brown, I probably would. But I, I'm, I'm just confused. I'm like, it's a brown ale I'm drinking, but it's a red ale I'm looking at, so I'm not really sure. Like I said, if you told me it was a brown ale, I'd believe you 100, percent and I wouldn't question you at all. Yeah. I mean, it's decent. I would definitely get this again. I would love to try this one on tap and see maybe at the different locations or wherever is it going to be different mm-hmm. depending upon the brew. Um, and what they use to make it, maybe it, it just tastes different depending upon how it sets. Who knows? But definitely a 3.75. This is my favorite so far out of what we've had. Keep going up. Oh. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a three and a half initially. If it was a brown, I'd probably go closer to a four, 375. But um, this actually tasted a lot better than what it was on draft. That's how I feel about all of them so far. Yeah, like, so far. Yeah. <laughs> they can better than they pour. Yeah. So I'm just going to stick a little bit better. I'm definitely going to stick with that. The three and a half. Uh, it's definitely a high quality brown ale. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It it's really kind of like they got that honey mm-hmm. honey brown or whatever. Yeah, the honey brown flavor. or Newcastle mm-hmm. style. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I gave it a three and a half as well. Um, as a red, I don't – this isn't what I would expect. As a brown, yes, but I guess – even the beer he's holding looks more brown than red. Yes, so it does. Yeah. I think they just went red because Clifford's a red Clifford, dog. Clifford, th- yeah, they're yeah. trying to like figure this out or something. I don't know. There's not like a famous brown dog. <laughs> <laughs> Clifford shit. <laughs> Clifford shit. <laughs> but they could have gone with like Curious George. Uh-huh. That's true. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It would have been. Well, they have a big yellow hat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Man in the yellow hat or something mm-hmm. is one of their beers. But yeah. overall, it's really good. It's just based on what they're telling me it is, and based on what I'm expect, what I'm tasting, doesn't really match up. So it, it knocked it down to a three and a half instead of like maybe a four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave it a three and a half too. I like the sugar they used in this. Um, it was a solid. Like if you want to th- see it as a brown. Really solid as a red. I'm not so sure, but um, felt like I'm gonna rate it as the stylist says. So yeah, I think it's still worth a shot. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Yeah, go out there and grab it. Absolutely, I'd have this again. Definitely. Mm-hmm. If you were looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Kathy. And we are Women Drinking Beer. We drink beer, review them, and tell you about them. We cover the Twin Cities beer scene along with other favorites, as well as interviews with women in the beer industry. We upload weekly on Thursday to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. And we can be found drinking beer daily on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Women Drinking Beer and look for the kiss mark on the bottle cap. So if you enjoy beer, nerdy gals, or both, we encourage you to taste along and come have a beer with us. Come have a beer with us. Well, our beer makes you smarter. I've seen this slogan quite a bit at a few of the locations. From humble beginnings, Books and Brews has grown into a small but mighty powerhouse brewery in Indianapolis. We are proud to say we brew all our own beers and are all given literary names. Our five flagship beers are always on tap at every location, along with a variety of rotating taps and guest taps. New Beer Fridays are a B&B tradition, so be sure to stop in and start the weekend off right with a new brew. Pick up a six-pack of any of our flagships. I thought I was going to say four, but we already established five. Any of our flagships and grab a bomber of something bourbon barrel aged from our bottle selection while you're here. Ooh. You guys didn't mention that. Yeah. With so much great craft beer to try, we suggest looking into a Mug Club membership. Happy drinking, friends. Okay, talk. Bourbon Barrel. Hold on. Let me me wash out these cups first. (laughs) (laughs) So, aside from their flagship beers and like cans of maybe what they have on tap, Mm -hmm. they also have like bombers available for stuff they've aged or. Stuff like that. Maybe, I think they might have a sours, like just like their offshoots. Right, right. So I can't. I thought about there was one that I was going to get for pale that was like a Game of Thrones Ooh. beer, but it was a sour, and I was like, oh. "Do I get the sour just because it's Game of Thrones, and I know he's not going to like it because it's a sour? And <laughs> yeah, I'm really into sours, or do I just get the six pack and yeah, you did the right thing. Yeah. So you said Shogun, right? Shogun. Um, I but, do have a story on the bourbon. Yeah, you, yeah I'll trade you out. <laughs> Come back. So I have to pee, so I'm gonna switch you places. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, part of the Harry Potter series of uh, the beers that we had, the Expecto Drunkenness was a bourbon era. bourbon barrel aged. aged whatever, but it was a it was a Belgian double, so it was double hopped Belgian beer. Bourbon barrel. The they have always 
They always have one beer that's on tap that's a stronger ale that's bourbon barreled. And so they usually come in like a like a, a goblet size and they can't do tasters of them. They can't do other ones. There was one, I think it was um, like Journey to the Center of the Earth based off that book. I think that was one that they had before that was fancier. Um, I'm, I'm scrolling through Untapped right now. They have a lot of beers on here. Uh, a Barreled Arms, which is a Scotch Ale. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide, but it's the Hop Hiker's Guide. Um, a hunt for the red Oktoberfest. Uh, treasure rye land. I can't find the one that I had. Maybe I didn't check it in, but there was uh, like a journey to the center of the earth that was like more part of their bourbon barrel stuff. And so they always tend in their special section to have something that's aged. And they brought back something this past week or the past couple weeks that was like their golden ale that's been aged. So. That's uh, that's pretty uh, pretty good, pretty tasty. So, they say how long uh, that it is aged. Is it like a year, I six months? I don't four know. Months? I think it's only like a certain number of days, which is really weird. Like I know that a couple of beers are like, yeah, three hundred and fifty-one days. What the yeah, fuck, like go by months. Yeah, why is it three hundred fifty-one? <laughs> yeah. Just short of a year. We want to keep it under a year. Yeah, no, I I haven't really asked. I think one of the next times that I go, I want to see if I can talk with the brewer or the head brewer. Cool. I have books and brew. It's uh, a plan of mine. It may be a plan of Saft or a plan of both of ours to do that. Uh, but in front of us now, we have Shogun, which is what? Shogun Soba. Shogun Soba. Shogun Soba, not soda, Soba Ale is an easy drinking amber with a sweet malty flavor balanced perfectly with the subtle hop and buckwheat flavors, giving it a salty sweetiness that we think could have been calmed, that could have calmed the feudal Japan chronicled (laughs) in the James Clavel Classic. It's the perfect brew for beer drinkers looking for something different without being over the top. Coming in at ABV 5.1 and 23 IBUs. Excuse me. So definitely kind of middle of the road here. So not too over the top. This was Allison's favorite of the the classics. Not what I was expecting. Yeah. Well, they don't really have a wheat beer. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so this is close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or a sour or like a cider. Yeah. So the feudal Japan era. So I'm assuming there's a Shogun book or something along that long, yeah, along those sure lines. Yeah, I'm not sure what book they're referring to. Because there's a, a Shogun book that was a uh, biography, I'm assuming, of a certain Shogun. Mm. So James, I know in that feudal Japan era. James Clavel. Yeah, James Clavel is the one that I seem the only book I seem to find about this. And it's usually just showing the sword. There's a few with a picture. One I found with a picture, but I don't think it really matches the can. Yeah, we have. What's that can? What's that logo look like? Okay, so yeah, we've got a oh a racist image. Okay. <laughs> well, it's an actual shogun. <laughs> <laughs> Not racist. One is the Japanese guy from the book. And he's kind of sitting there. He's got his legs crossed. This is the only thing I could find that kind of matches closely yeah, to it's that. Basically, that dude. Mm-hmm. But in his right hand, he's holding a little, little kind of sniffer, oh, snifter, here he is. Mm-hmm. or Never mind. whatever. 
This is him exactly. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. That guy. There you go. He's holding a little glass of Sogun Soba in his right hand. He's got his katana across his lap, as they do when they sit there cross-legged in his gi. Not his G. His <laughs> But it's in that same kind of sketch artwork as we come to know and love. Karma is the beginning of knowledge. Next is beer. Ooh. Amber ale brewed with buckwheat. It says right there on the bottom of the can. Buckwheat. All right. Well, I'm going to jump ahead and be like, I think this is a 20. A 20 beer? A 20. On the Epona's coat scale. Oh, that. Oh. Uh, a twenty out of a five, <laughs> five out of five rating. Like, <laughs> How far ahead are we jumping into rating? <laughs> Let me jump ahead to the end. <laughs> um, twenty. Twenty. Opponent's coat. I would go darker. Like Ned Flanders' mustache. I would go darker. I'd go I was kind of thinking Clifford. the same thing. Really? Like more than John Wick's bloody face, or like, like Chewbacca's helmet, or Indy's fedora. I was thinking Indeed's Fedora. Ooh. Or uh, Star-Lord's. I don't know about... Maybe Star-Lord's jacket or Magneto's helmet, but I don't know about Indeed's Fedora. Well, Indeed's Fedora is a placeholder. Somebody was supposed to replace that with the color that matched. <laughs> <laughs> that was my uh, placeholder, because I couldn't think of anything else. All right, Star-Lord's jacket I, it is. Star-Lord. Yeah, I agree with Star-Lord. Star-Lord's jaqueta. Holy Smell hell. Buckwheat. It's like a candle. A candle. <laughs> it depends on what kind of candles yeah. you're in your real life like. But what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a wick. I saw a wick. So I was thinking wikes. Instead of wikes. wikes. <laughs> depends Maybe on the new word. <laughs> yeah, an alliteration. <laughs> your wife wikes. Your wife wikes. My wife wikes. Wandles. Hmm. Your wife wikes wandles. Yeah, but it's like kind of caramely also. A caramely yeah, it's a lot of caramel. Yeah. Caramel, uh, kind of weedy, yeah. amberish smell. Mm, exactly. Kind of smelling a brown, but it could have been like previous beer, but I did rinse it. Um, it should be more brown than the last one. I don't know, I just yeah. think of like... It's an amber ale. Yeah. You know, like potpourri, like you put like kind of, yeah. like having like a mm-hmm. bathroom. Like. Let's, right. let's go ahead and take a sip. I'm expecting it to be sweeter than the last one. Mm. Sweeter. Very Definitely sweet. weedy. Wow. Definitely weedy. Sweetie. Wow. There's a lot to that. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beer Advocate says it's a three and a half or 3.52. Uh, standard deviation of 15.34. So that's across the board. How many ratings are there? Um, it looks like five. <laughs> uh, ten. Ten ratings. Oh. We have a two and then we have a bunch <laughs> on the other side. So Interesting. There are eight ratings. Ratings, not readings. Eight ratings on rate beer. Um, it, that's not enough for an overall or a style score, but the average is three point zero three out of five. Mm-hmm. So Untapped gave it a three point five six out of seven ninety one, and had two friends mm. try it. You'll grow up one day. I'm not going to reveal Dustin's score yet. Do it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is highly influenced by Allison, mm. but I because it was I, her favorite, and I tend to agree. I think, yeah, I think it's better than the previous yep. beers we've had. Actually, mm-hmm. I think it's got a lot of good stuff going on. It's di- definitely different than like 
stuff I've had in the past. Mm-hmm. So I give that a bonus for that. Most definitely. Um, Queen Holly gave it a 2.9, but uh, says caramel and buttery diacetyl aroma, clear deep amber with a small ivory head, sweet toasty caramel malt, nutty buckwheat with subtle herbal hops, medium body, moderate carbonation. She had it in a bottle, which I wasn't sure they had it in a bottle. Yeah. Hmm. I'm ready with my rankings if you guys are. Let me punch it in real quick. You can go ahead with your score. All right. Uh, Out of everything we've had so far, this is definitely the most is happening in my mouth. There's a mouth explosion of flavor, the sweetness, the maltiness, everything is kind of combining here that uh, I seem to enjoy this one the most. I give this one a solid four. Oh, nice. Yeah. I would definitely reach for this one again. So far, if I know, since I've never been to a Books of Bruce, um, I would definitely grab a pint of this one. Uh, I think you guys mentioned it. I may have been over there, but they do offer like pints, flights, just the usual Growl- stuff. Growlers. Yeah. Well, and I think you have to be at the original to get a growler. Yeah, to get a growler. A yeah that part I remember. There's but. a couple places. Scienceville does growlers, and then I think Speedway does growlers. Maybe Mass have, but... You know, it depends but on the franchise. Are they nitpicky? Like, is it a true like sixteen ounce pint, or is it a ten ounce and a snifter? You have. It uh, depends. depends on what the beer is. Yeah. If you have your if bourbon, it's more than like eight yeah. percent, it, it gives you the twelve percent, yeah. as opposed to the six percent. Okay, it's sixteen percent, like you would expect. From- Most of them are sixteen. Yeah. So no, get no. Your, That's why I figured everything points, we've yeah. had so far. So okay, yeah. all right. Next, I give it next a <laughs> uh, three point two five. I'm not. Not feeling this one that much. Mm. <laughs> uh, for the reasons that you probably enjoyed it, I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, this is um, more my style versus the other IPAs where you guys are a little bit higher. Yeah, it's probably a little too sweet for me. I uh, wanted a little bit more body on it. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's not doing it for me. It's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad by any means. I just, it's personally, not it's not doing it for me. I actually rechecked it in. Oh. So, I yeah, I updated it to a four. Nice. Um, this falls in the same category as the Clifford where it kind of, or no, the the Nancy where it could have been higher, mm-hmm. but I drank everything in before. This, yeah. this is, I think this is really high quality. Hmm. Um, it's a it's an amber, and so it's a little bit weedy, a little bit sweet, uh, darker brown. I like it. Love it. It's good. I ended up at 3.75. Uh, I was on the verge of a four. It's just a little bit too, just not my style, I guess. Right, right, right. Um, but I think it's unique enough where I would definitely drink it again, and I think it's pretty good. It's just hard to pin down exactly what I like about it. Like, it's just so different than what I'm used to that it's, yeah. it, my palate wasn't ready for it. But I think it's really good. Yeah, it's more red than the Clifford. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I like it. Before we, we get to get our next beer. To our next beer. One last thing to talk about. We've got... I'm on the wrong dock. That's why I can't find what I'm supposed to be talking about. They offer a mug club. A lot of breweries do this. Most breweries do this. Right. Um, it's But there's a little unique compared to ones I've seen around Fort Wayne anyways. It's a one-time fee, lifetime membership. Usually you have to buy in every year for like $50 or $30, whatever. One-time fee, $70. 
We're not sponsored by Books and Brews. I know this sounds like a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not part of the mug club, but I do like their mugs. They're handmade mugs with like a Books and Brews stamp on. Oh, okay. B and B stamp. Cool. They're really nice looking mugs. Never expires, as I said. It's good at every location, so you can go to any of the current nine. The nine locations. Yeah. Or any future. So if you open one here in Fort Wayne, I could come here and still get my mug club benefits. Me and Keith are going to do it. <laughs> We're getting a lot of sponsorship money. It's, coming in. it's uh, full of perks, and it's a family. That's what they say on their website, anyway. So, the benefits. Mm-hmm. Not a commercial. <laughs> 22-ounce pours at the pr- the pint price. So, normally you get 16, you get an extra, what, six pints, or six ounces. Yeah. Um, $2 off. Stop slamming things. I'm so sorry. You get $2 off growler fills any day of the week. You get $1 off their bullet fills any day of the week. Dollar off six packs. $3 mug club or mug fills on Thursdays. Your very own handmade ceramic mug, like I said. Uh, permission to use their lending library. Leave a book, take a book home. So they got a whole huge bookshelf worth of books. You bring one from your library, stick it on that shelf, take any one you want. Take it home, read it, bring it back, hmm, interesting. take another book. Um, then you get 10% off B&B merchandise. So they had, when I went, they had like 10 different shirts you could choose from, hats, like cozies, and I don't know, uh, can openers, like all sorts of stuff. And you get 10% off all that. You get priority access to their special beer releases. So, like, Keith was wanting, he wants some barrel-aged beers. Join the book club, or the mug club. <laughs> it is get... actually a book club, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Books are included. And you get, like, notified when this beer is released, and you get early access to it. And use hashtag mug club for life. And you're entered into some kind of drawing. I don't. I didn't write down what it was, okay. but I know they're like giving away something if you use that hashtag and they draw your name out. So, so you said, and it's a family. Does that mean like you buy it for yourself and everyone included <laughs> with your family? I think they mean you're part of their family if you right. join their mug club. They also you're allergic to alcohol. Say you're my wife. <laughs> um, they have a coffee club that you can join. Oh, for like $30 lifetime membership and you get all sorts of perks on that um, it's like a dollar off of their uh, when you come in you get a dollar off a uh, mug of coffee and they'll also give you a take home cup you can take a whole one home to go <laughs> <laughs> nice so it's actually pretty cool like they cater to people that don't drink alcohol in that way too yeah I think she she did have a big mug of it mm-hmm. when we went she didn't really like it though <laughs> i was gonna leave that out because <laughs> it's kind of generic coffee yeah. it's not like they oh. it's not like they have some fancy coffee right. it's not coming from like starbucks <laughs> or Dunkin donuts you can't see what the names are i can't see at all <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter as long as i don't get keeps <laughs> I think that we're not playing that roulette game. <laughs> what in the fuck did my friend just text me? 
I got a text message from my friend who I haven't talked to in a while. That was OP5YUUU space UH space GOANEWTH space MM space NEWTH space UI93. Sounds like a pretty normal text to me. I don't know what you're confused about. (laughs) Sounds like a driver's license number or something. (laughs) Or. I don't know. (laughs) It's it's, his password. That's weird. So I said, yes, I agree. He, wow. can't, it doesn't make sense because he normally goes to Lafayette and does uh, Breakfast Club, but that doesn't make sense because we played on Thursday night. So I don't know. All right, so we have yeah. uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory in Charlie. front of us. Charlie, once one we have two cans. Of. That's true. So we get a little bit more of this beer. One sip of this sinfully delicious brew, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. For an extra buck, we'll toss in a scoop of ice cream. Mm, mm, I wish that could work right now. Ice cream? I don't have any ice cream in a chocolate stout. Yep, that's how we roll here at B&B. fucking do it. Charlie is made with milk, sugar, and aged in the fermenter with a heaping amount of you. Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian, excuse thank me. You. Thank you. Uh, cocoa nibs, Cacao. giving it a, <laughs> a strong, bitter, dark chocolate bite, complemented by the dark roasted malt in the base stout recipe with a hint of smooth sweetness. Coming in at 6.3 ABV and 23 IBUs. Nice. I'm excited for the cacao nibs. Cacao! <laughs> so, on this can, we have a man standing at a Fancy banister holding a very black brew. I is believe that, that man Wilder? is Charlie. He's got a top hat on. Is that I Gene think Wilder? it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny Walter. That's Sweeney Todd. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. I can't. I don't want to drink this now. I know because this is the poop from his victims. <laughs> oh God. So I don't know if it's the girlfriend beating Johnny Depp or the lovable Gene Wilder. I'm gonna. Let's go, Gene Wilder. Here, Amber Heard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, poor thing. Um, But I like this one a lot because it's kind of just you know what you're going to get with this. And Charlie and Chocolate Factory. It's the iconic look. Yeah, the chocolate milk stout. Um, on the side of the can, it says, one sip and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Pure imagination. I think he's watching like a game of like croquet. Uh, probably. Croquet? I thought, was, I thought so, he was watching the fat kid eat all the chocolate. I thought it was the Oompa Loompas in a, like a uh, fight club. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> An Oompa Loompa fight That'd club. That'd be sweet. <laughs> we don't talk about fight club, though. Oh, but we do talk about Oompa Loompas. We do talk about Oompa Loompas. <laughs> First rule of fight club, we don't talk about fight club. All right. Sweet. The Let's color go. is Dark Knight. Dark Knight! I, I can't imagine yep. this getting any darker. I'm yeah, excited. Is... I'm excited. I've had this before, but I'm excited. Tell what the freaking letters are on the yeah, bottom. We Definitely wrote by black ink on the bottom. Couldn't even see it. We're so. basically playing roulette here. I guessed on the letters, so we'll see once we get to the <laughs> yes. bottom. I know mine is correct because I double checked it. Yeah. <laughs> I checked your math. Good. All right. So this, uh, the can school, this smells. Oh, so coffee, chocolate, <laughs> coffee. Oh, oh my oh lord! My oh yes, it's a pure coffee roast. <laughs> oh, God, that's good. Freshly brewed in my mouth. Yes, please. I've had this multiple times. I Every know. time that I've been there, <laughs> you couldn't pass it up like any any time. It's <laughs> straight from the freaking. I was like milk stout. Uh, I, was yes. like I bought two cans of oh. cans of this, but and Dustin, I know you're gonna order it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did. 
right, I'm drinking this. I yep. can't wait. Here anymore. we go. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, yep. Yes, please. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Yeah, you can't. I need a minute. You can't not want it. What do you guys think? You guys are all checking your phones. <laughs> I had to make sure I pulled this up here. Um, this is going to be high for me. I know that. Um, after one sip, it is um, definite coffee. And chocolate. More so than chocolate, I think. I the think coffee so. is really yeah. overpowering in this. Um, but it the back end is definitely more of a chocolate mouthfeel that I get towards I the end. I think it's that Ecuadorian cocoa, cacao, because mm-hmm. that's definitely. more of the darker chocolate, yes. which just comes out in more of the coffee notes, too. Definitely. Yeah. Beer Advocate says 3.94 out of 5. Very good. 12 ratings. 10% standard deviation. There's an even breakdown between 3.5 and 4. So it's a pretty good rating. I don't have anything. Untapped, 3.69 out of 1,100 ratings. Yeah. Um, Mostly draft. Mostly draft, but can. Can versus draft, 3.85. Here's something interesting. I had a friend that checked it in, besides Dustin. <laughs> His name is Bill. <laughs> Bill. Oh, Bill? <laughs> that guy. Hey, Bill. He only gave it a 4.25. <laughs> Everything else has been a 5. Really? What was his issue? Dang, Bill. He doesn't comment. Uh, really? Bill doesn't like the coffee, I oh, would imagine. Pennywise. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård. I would like to say that now that I can see the bottom of the cup, I did get the D. Yes, you win. Now I'm curious to see what I got. <laughs> oh, that's a K. Ro- yeah. No, that's Ro- a P. Rotate the cup. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. P. My pants. P for penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So very. Yeah, I can. I can taste the chocolates. It's subtle, but I can taste it. Yeah, it's like definitely a, good, a coffee beer. Yeah, you get that bitterness from the coffee, but it's also that same bitterness that dark chocolate brings yes. out, like that semi-sweet dark chocolate. Yeah. So yeah. I can see the confusion, mm-hmm. but they taste basically the same, and chocolate brings out the flavor of coffee even more. So right, it's once you get coffee, you get chocolate. It's they go hand in hand. Right. Well, I'm in. I'm debating. I'm like, where's in between torn, two scores? I think I'm going to stick with my original gut instinct. All right. Well, if that's the case, then I'm going to jump off with this 4.25. It's delicious. <laughs> it's <kinda> delicious. <laughs> I mean, other beer, like other craft beers that were chocolate milky, like I gave higher because it just jumped out at me with like uh, pulling open a carton of chocolate milk. This one is yeah. your coffee chocolate yep it's still delicious but it's not like nostalgia delicious so i'm good with the four and a quarter like guess what i matched you Ooh, i had my it man. i had it at 4.25 i just hadn't clicked check in yet because i was debating do i want to drop it down do i want to raise it up it's once you said it you sold me <laughs> <laughs> So I uh, four point two five. Also, it's a damn good chocolatey kind of coffee, which I don't like coffee in general. But I 
since I've moved, I drink coffee every day. So, so I'm good. kind of getting addicted to it. But um, yeah, it's it's really good. And I like the whole Charlie and the Chocolate Factory theme to it. Yep. I match you too. And I also went 4.25. Pale. Pale's reaction. <laughs> What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Um, I really liked our decadent dark chocolate yeah. ale that we had, which is actually right up there in the uh-huh. corner. I can see a little variation of Charlie slight up there. Willy There's theme. a slight Willy Wonka theme with that. Um, that one was a little bit more on the cough or the chocolate mm-hmm. side. This is definitely hitting more on the coffee side. Uh, but I feel like this is kind of a better blend between the two. Um, so you'd read this higher than that? No, I, I definitely ranked that one higher cause that was sweeter. So yeah. that was more like a chocolate, even though it was more dark chocolate, but anyway, um, th- this is the only thing I could really compare it mm-hmm. to compared to some of the things that I've had. Uh, the coffee notes definitely sitting well with me. Um, it's a good blend between the two. It's a coffee up front and a definite chocolate finish yes. for me. So it's a good blend. So I gave it a 4.25. And I went four out of five. Um, I guess I'm kind of just a tad below you guys. <laughs> um, I think it was very delicious, very drinkable, a good coffee flavor. Um, chocolate was was nice. It wasn't too much chocolate. But I'm thinking about that Hunter that we had from 18th Street. Oh that yeah, I really about Hunter. I really liked, and I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna do this one over the Hunter because mm. I thought the Hunter. Fair was, enough. What you give a Hunter? Was that Legion? 4.25. Well, Legion episode. The Hunter, I think, was at oh, least a 4.25. Yeah. So. I haven't seen it, so I haven't listened yet. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to at least go a tick below that one. It's just an all-Keith episode. So <laughs> it is. <laughs> Pale, why do we even bring you over? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. <laughs> His Game of Thrones episodes. Yeah. The Game of Thrones no, episodes. He talked when I took a sip of beer, so, I mean, it, it worked out. <laughs> Um, I was basically commenting on his analysis, <laughs> yeah. and you gotta watch the show closer to when you're recording. I think yeah. With that show you'd have to. Yeah, that I did. So that's why I was I was very chit chatty. Yeah. Right. Anyway, good beer, books and brew, great place. I'm definitely excited to I've check this place out. All of the beers, yeah. just their staple beers. They're all pretty good. There's nothing that we were like, ugh, why would you can this? Like mm-hmm. it's all decent to great. So yeah, unfortunately, if when you do come visit, there's hundred other breweries to check out. Yeah, you may not true. do this it's the hard. first time, but it is it is definitely on the list. Mm-hmm. Definitely on the but list. and there's nine locations, so yeah. it's hard to miss them. Like yeah. you're gonna drive by one to get to somewhere place else, you might as well stop. Mm-hmm. I got one walking distance. Yeah, from exactly. Me. <laughs> and Sweet. they got books there. You can just go like treat yeah. it like a library. Yep. 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 All right. Well, that's exciting. I'm happy that we were able to do something like this. Hopefully, we can get more breweries to, Just to throw us some beers and yeah. we'll talk about them for sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll be honest, like yeah, absolutely. It's not like we gave these huge scores for any of these beers. Yeah. We, no. we treated them honest, like yep. we liked them mm-hmm. or we didn't. And honestly, we enjoyed them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some yeah. more than others. Mm-hmm. More importantly, we'll go back. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I like all of the because they have like new brew Fridays or something like that. Yep, and they have a new beer every week. Hmm. So follow them on Twitter if you want to check out uh, Books of Brew stuff. You have to basically type in the search bar which location that's closest to you mm-hmm. if you want it. Uh, or you can just be like us and follow all nine locations. <laughs> um, just to be sure you get the one closest to you. Right. If you live like central, you can pretty much go to all of them. 
I am able I, to go to at least yeah. four of them. I was going to say like three are in about the same distance away. <laughs> right. So wherever you are, you'll find a books and brew and I suggest you doing that. So, all right. Until next time, drink, drink up, up and geek, geek out. out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.